Hello and welcome back to the Meathead Hippie Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Schramm, and I'm so happy you're here. Today is a wonderful conversation with Ranjana and Dr. Chetan Hans, who are two farmers in the middle of Columbia, Missouri, in the middle of Missouri. Columbia sits between Kansas City and St. Louis, if you are unfamiliar with Missouri. And they grow over 15, I mean, so many more, which we'll talk about Ayurvedic herbs, including turmeric. And I am fascinated by this because turmeric is really usually in something very humid or kind of like a Hawaii tropical climate. But after I did the podcast with Nourish Cafe and Market, a few episodes back talking about localization of food and where they got their food from. They mentioned that they had a turmeric farmer. They used turmeric paste for a few of their recipes from this couple. And I just had to talk to them because I think it's so admirable when people take kind of like the challenge upon themselves to, I know that this herb is grown in certain climates, but we're going to make it happen here. And they are just so lovely. They are born and raised in India. Then they came to Columbia um, Dr. Chetan has been a researcher at the University of Missouri, and Ranjana has been practicing with Ayurvedic herbs her entire life and has a beautiful product line called Raw Roots Turmeric, which we talk all about the herbs that are a part of it. And one of the big themes you'll hear about in this podcast is a lot of dosha talk. So Ayurvedic principles of your vada, pitta, or kapha dosha, and maybe being a mix of them. And we are really excited. They are putting a quiz together. They have this quiz. We're just making it an online quiz. So if you're a part of my newsletter, which I will link in the show notes as soon as that quiz goes live so you can also understand your dosha and learn about what products are best for you, then I will be emailing that out to everybody. So it's just a great conversation about not knowing that you're going to be a farmer and that all of a sudden you're a farmer of these powerful medicinal herbs and how they're helping localize uh, the community of Missouri. And just, it's just really wonderful. So really thrilled to have them both from rawrootsturmeric.com. And before we get into the podcast itself, my last newsletter is linked below as well. It's also where you can subscribe to future newsletters, but I am in Durango, Colorado, trying to figure out a way to register my van, (laughs) which is like, I think the universe wants me to wait until Jupiter is in Aries, which is tomorrow. So shit's fine. But I have been in very cold weather unexpectedly and just so grateful for the people that are in Durango. Durango is so rad. I just did a podcast with a bison rancher, Sarah, who you'll see that coming out in a week or so. And I've just been blown away by the amount of like awareness of localization and local foods and the coffee shops are great and the gyms are great. And it's just been, you know, like this real life metaphor of going with the flow. And I know I've talked about this in a couple intros already, but there is something to be said about having a real life embodiment of not knowing where you're going, not having logic, but just kind of following and forcing yourself to just be present. There is no how I got here. There is no where I'm going. It's how much can I be aware of right now? And what can I notice? And what can I appreciate? And how can I ground in? And if I need to pull over my van 
and do a meditation and rattle some rattles and break out my ukulele. Like I'll do it. And getting this like really deep relationship with self and finding it and, and holding it and holding space for it. It just feels like a new layer of self-love and appreciation and respect that I'm just like overwhelmed by. Like it's, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful when you find yourself in situations where you just get to know yourself more, but you get to know yourself more with a soft voice, with a voice of support and love. And I don't know if that's just because I have a van or if it's because the time we're in and I, I just want so badly for you all to have that um, that similar voice of softness and gentleness and really holding yourself because if we're not holding ourselves, then who will? And this beautiful time to appreciate the self and really let our blossoming happen in its own time and trust that, trust the process, trust the motherfucking process, <laughs> just do it. Uh, so without further ado, a huge thank you to my sponsors slash podcast peeps slash things I can't live without, which are the three prime things in my van that are keeping me stable and sane and fueled and fed. So number one, my supplement line, myempirica.com. Do 15% off anything using the code, using the code meatheadhippie. I highly recommend the magnesium. If you are magnesium deficient, which we all kind of are, this is a game changer. It's one of those supplements where you have it for one night and you notice the difference the next day. So if you're really sore, if you're not sleeping well, if you have a lot of anxiety or stress, try magnesium, try mag. It's fantastic. I also have equip foods, equipfoods.com slash M. It is all my favorites of equip foods. It's a real food supplement company. So it's a great way to supplement with your day-to-day diet and nutrition. I love their prime protein. It's a grass-fed beef protein. So if you are eating meat and you are conscious of needing collagen for healing or skin or iron in the red meat that you eat because of anemia issues. This is such an easy way and delicious way. I actually just posted a um, little Instagram video of my pancakes. If you have forgotten about them, resurface them because they are so delicious and nutritious. Just banana eggs and the protein powder fried with some ghee. And then last but not least, my element salts, which I have every day, just one a day. You can have it in something hot. You can have it cold. Drink lmnt.com slash meatheadhippie is the way to get the free gift and 15% off. And the reason I love them is because they instantly dissolve, which is so fantastic and easy, but they're just so salty. I love and crave salt. Salt is so good for us. It's so nourishing and we shouldn't be afraid of it. It helps retain our hydration and is such a blessing, an amazing miracle mineral that we have access to. So not even a mineral, it's a compound. It's a macro. It's a whole entire entity in and of itself. Anyway, you get the point. Element salts, grapefruit is the best. Okay, without further ado, here is a podcast with Dr. Chet and Hans and Ranjana. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> I'm Emily Schramm, the ultimate meathead hippie. Welcome to the show. Well, Ranjana, thank you so much for joining Meathead Hippie Podcast. I 
heard about you through my podcast I did with Nourish Cafe and Market. So you are a turmeric and many other herb grower, you and your husband in Columbia, Missouri, which kind of just blows my mind and makes me so excited. So I'm so excited to talk to you about not just the medicine of the herbs, but also the growing process and how you became a farmer of herbs. And thank you for sharing your, your goodness with us today. Thank you. Thank you very much, Emily, for uh, inviting me over to talk to you here. I'm very excited uh, to talk about uh, what I do and how I became a farmer of uh, Ayurvedic herbs here in Columbia, Missouri. So thank you very much. Yeah, so let's jump into that because when we first talked, you said you had no idea you would become a farmer of Ayurvedic herbs and here you are you your products online raw roots turmeric it's just incredible what you offer and the medicine that you're providing for the community and for people so how does one just come into that role that's so incredible what what do you feel like was the launching point to get you to grow these herbs uh yes so uh Initially, actually, I started with turmeric, you know, that was always, uh, that was the herb that always have caught the attention, uh, because of using turmeric for, uh, you know, for the long time, the longest time, you know, using the turmeric. So, um, slowly, slowly, I, I understood like, you know, uh, using turmeric in a raw form, how beneficial that is. And uh, it's helping, it's helping our families, helping us so much. And, and then one point I would, we all decided that, okay, we are going to grow our own turmeric here in Colombia and we'll just, you know, go from here. So in 2018, we uh, created a garden here in Colombia and uh, started with few plants of turmeric. Uh, it was uh, not like, you know, it, it, it was experiment, you know, how from two plants, from plants two to four to six, you know, how you multiply. And it was, uh, it was an experiment, uh, you know, went for for a few months and, and then, um, my husband he jumped into it and and uh, you know understood like you know because colombia we don't uh, get uh, you know the heat and humidity for for a long time here right we have more uh, cold here so um, so we then uh, you know uh, what are the right temperature and what, what time should we start sprouting early or how do we you know get the towards the end so all those things you know uh, we started talking about and and started learning and doing some experiments and um, that's how we started and um, uh, you know and slowly slowly Here from turmeric yes. to uh, started from turmeric uh, that was my dream that we have a huge turmeric garden in Colombia which by the god's grace we do have now um, and then after that we started uh, acquiring more herbs which is another one is ashwagandha Wow. And then uh, we have Tulsi, which was always our part of our life. Um, Holy basil, that's another name for Tulsi. Neem, uh, Moringa, uh, Brahmi, uh, you know, and many others. You know, that now we have acquired over the four years, five years now, uh, many other Ayurvedic herbs. 
um and uh, yeah so th- it's a fun journey <laughs> we are learning and growing Yes. Uh, and maybe while I have Hans right next to you, your husband, um, how, so I'm very familiar with turmeric and what you said about humidity because of the Hawaiian islands and that type of climate. So was it a challenge to figure out how to do that in Columbia, Missouri? <laughs> yes, that I will have Dr. Hans answer this, uh, the challenges that we had. <laughs> Hi, Hans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, thanks for having us, you know, on your podcast show and we heard so many good things about your podcast and uh, we are excited to be a part of it. Oh, I'm so, so grateful great. to have you both. Thank you. So growing turmeric was initially the, a challenge, uh, a reason being like Ranjana was saying that, uh, that it needs a little bit longer uh, time period, uh, around six or maybe seven to ten months for fully grown turmeric. And uh, in Colombia, Missouri, we get only maybe four to six months of, you know, let's say, you know, this season, uh, the farming season. So we had to extend it uh, at least a couple of months in the beginning and maybe one or two months, you know, maybe a couple of weeks, in fact, uh, towards the end. So for that, what we started was we started germinating indoor or in a small greenhouse the, under the grow lights conditions. And uh, the second thing I think we did was, uh, uh, you know, just by reading, you know, what are the optimal requirements in terms of, uh, let's say, fertilizers or issue, you know, how much nitrogen and all this, you know, a little bit more details. And luckily, I think uh, we had a very good uh, productivity uh, with initial, uh, a couple of, you know, hiccups, but uh, we were able to figure out quickly. And that's how we started going to America. And now I think uh, by the grace of God, we have a big uh, turmeric what's called, not only we have turmeric in you know, one, but we have at least four or five varieties we have acquired, which includes orange, which is the most common. But then also we have white turmeric, which is good for digestion. We have yellow turmeric, which is very similar to orange, but most importantly, we have black turmeric, which is really, you know, super, super powerful, super medicinal, and we are very excited to acquire that. And then we have plenty of that, you know, to launch it to the market soon. It'll be coming maybe in a couple of months. That's number one. <clears throat> number two is like you asked about, you know, uh, other uh, herbs we started growing uh, because of uh, two reasons. One is that turmeric itself is a you know, super food and does so many, you know, good things to the body and mind. But when it's combined with other herbs, uh, primarily neem or ashwagandha uh, or, you know, brahmi, like she was saying, shatavari, and then the power of turmeric and other herb becomes infinite synergistic effect, and you get much more beneficial effects. And then you can actually target you know, certain issues, certain, you know, uh, I, I won't say diseases, but certain you know, uh, conditions or chronic illness. And that's how we started going. And now by, again, you know, grace of God and you know, hard work, uh, we have at least more than 20, 25 uh, herbs going with us. That's so, so cool. So did you think, Hans, that you would be doing this five years ago or 10 years ago? So, I mean, honestly, I think, you know, you know my friends or my family, they know me. Gardening was always a part of our life. Uh, we were always doing that. But the way we were doing gardening was not a traditional kind of gardening. We always, you know, wanted to grow something different, something more, you know, which is hard to grow, challenging kind of thing, like, you know, uh, and uh, uh, the only thing which I did not know was that it may become our, you know, full-fledged uh, uh, hobby or, you know, for, for right now it's more of a profession, but for me, 
it is still a full fledged hobby and uh, i'm very excited about it i love doing it so thank you yes and then for both of you maybe we tap into you've been using these herbs yourself so for your family for healing for medicine what are the ways that you have seen the benefits if someone is brand new to some of these herbs how you use these herbs in your own day to day to get the medicine and specifically with turmeric right it's anti-inflammatory but could you explain that for somebody who still doesn't quite know the power of these plants? Okay, so I'll uh, uh, give um, you know, my input and then of course, uh, Ranjana will uh, conclude that. Uh, one thing is, which is very important about these herbs is we need to know how we consume them. Uh, for turmeric, it's very important and there's a lot of uh, scientific uh, studies that it, it, if you are to get benefits, you know, health benefits, then you have to consume in a raw form, fresh. So that you uh, you know you consume uh, you know the whole of it, which includes not only the curcumin, which is bioavailable turmeric, but also you consume organic oils, which are lost, in fact, completely lost during processing. That's number two. Number three is when you start processing, we actually compromise with the curcumin bioavailability. And then, of course, you know the fourth point, which is uh, uh, you know I don't know how relevant it is. But when you start processing it, you have to treat with certain chemicals or leave it for a longer time. And you don't know what you're adding. You don't know what you're reducing, right? So that's other thing. So that's why for turmeric and for other herbs, it, it's very important to uh, consume it in a way which is supposed to be. That's number one. Number two, you know, which is something we are learning. I mean, we knew about it, but we are learning now and going more into you know, uh, deep diving into understanding. Not every herb is good for everybody. That, that's something which you are learning about it. Like for that, we have to go a little bit more basic uh, scientific uh, fundamentals of life, which is based upon three doshas. And we've been talking about, you know, very provocatively in the, in the community. Uh, those th- doshas decide. Dosha means basically the nature, what's your pravrati, that's a word in Hindi, but English means what's your nature, behavior, how you're going to be, uh, you know, let's say when your body takes some up, is it going to be absorbed? It's going to be bioactive. So all the things are, I think, based on your dosha. And that's very important. So in that case, I think it becomes more important what to consume it, how you consume it, and with, with what combination and you know, all that stuff. So that's why I think it's very important to know all these basics. And uh, we, we are proud that we know a little bit about it and we'll be learning more and, of course, sharing with the community. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, um, Ranjana, would you, you had some of those blends and remedies of dosha blends. Will you explain maybe a little bit about the three doshas and how maybe generic terms, someone might know which one they fall into? Yeah, so as he was explaining, there are, you know, three doshas as per Ayurveda in in our body. Uh, One is the vata, uh, another one is pitta, and the third one is kapha. So um, any imbalance of any of you know these doshas, uh, uh, we can see uh, you know how our body is feeling now. So let's say my vata is imbalanced. So how do I feel, and how do my day-to-day life goes by that? It means that how my skin feels you know, how my appetite is, uh, um, how uh, am I feeling very tired or lethargic, uh, you know, all those many symptoms, you know, 
depending upon what imbalance I have in my body. And if I can correct that, you know, if I can correct, it's correction is not like, it's not a very big deal. It's like a very small correction. And, and I can tell you my example, I came to know that my vata was in balance. So then I, I was feeling it, you know, I can, I, I was feeling like a little bit, something is not right, but what then we have a quiz that, you know, we shared with other people too. And I took the quiz and I understood that my vata is in balance. So what can I do? So the one thing I was feeling bloated. You see the food bloated. So every time I eat lunch, especially, I was feeling like my food is not digesting very well. In the office, you are sitting in front of the computer for, you know, for many hours. And it, I was feeling it a little uneasy. So what I did, the raw vegetables like as a salad, I was eating with my food. I had to eliminate that for a little bit, for some time until my balance come you know, to the, to the right side. So I eliminate the raw, raw food. Um, and then uh, water was another thing that, you know, uh, I was supposed to take care of my water, how I'm drinking it. So a couple of changes I did and that's it. Boom. I could feel it. That's so good. It's so good. Like if we know what our imbalance is mm-hmm. and we can do little correction, it works so well. It's so beautiful too, because people want the big overhaul. They want the big, you know, sexy, fancy thing. And it's really these minute details of awareness, just self-awareness and understanding and listening and cueing into your body. That is the profound change that, that happens. So I love that you're teaching that when you guys are at the farmer's market and teaching people about this. Um, you know, do people, do you feel like people are receiving, they're more excited about receiving herbs as medicine now than they were in the past? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. We are just so happy and excited about this. As I said, when we started, we started like, you know, this growing turmeric and, you know, educating them, but now we are acquiring more herbs and learning and talking about this vata and pitta kapha's imbalance and all about you know, Ayurveda, basically, right? So we are learning and also sharing with other people because people are receiving it and opening themselves to listen, you know, what what we are sharing, we wanted to share with them. It's incredible. It's incredible the, uh, the response we are getting from the community, from the people, we get many, you know, on daily basis, on daily, you know, farmer's market is once a week, but daily basis, we get many emails, many messages through social media. Uh, you know, people ask questions and uh, me and my husband, we both, you know, um, read and talk to each other and see, you know, what can we suggest? What, how does it look like? And we are trying our best to, um, to answer them, um, you know, as we, what we know. Uh-huh. So uh, let me, you know, add a little bit to that. So like, you know, a couple of years ago, two and a half years ago, when we started this business, uh, obviously it was more of a, you know, having fun, you know, going to the market and, you know, doing with the turmeric. But then uh, I think at some point during this uh, journey, we realized that people, they are having a good, you know, good faith in us. They believe what we say to them. And they, they want to adopt that kind of, you know, uh, that lifestyle. And that, that brings a lot of responsibility to us, you know, uh, as a, not only as a farmer, but as, you know, you call it educator or you call, you know, 
and we have to make sure that the things we know are enough or sufficient and they do have a scientific background and the kind of products we are making or the kind of information we are sharing with the people it has to be authentic it has to be scientific and it has to be in a way that people they understand it so that that brings a lot of you know, responsibility and you know i think that's why now you know when we are launching any product we have to make sure that you know we 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 understand it we know the right kind of combination and we know that it's going to helpful uh, uh, people you know in some or the other way like you know again you know coming back to these doshas the latest one we created is try dosha which is in fact balances all three doshas it has 11 uh, you know powerful herbs and the combination of those herbs it has to be you know how we combine them how much uh, is, is appropriate way and also you know each uh, uh, each what's called herb we are using it's not increasing only the, the key word here is a balance it's not like you know, we need to reduce it or we to mean it's a balance so you know, we have to have combination of right kind of so that that brings a lot of you know, responsibility and we have to uh, be very cautious what we share and what we know and what we do yeah. Well, it's it's so beautiful because what you said about how the bioavailability changes the more you process and to have you be the hands that are growing it and then also putting it into a product that is for someone to, you know, directly consume it, the the energy is transferred in such a different way than if it is something on a shelf. And I'm appreciative of the the popularity of something like turmeric because it it makes it more accessible for someone walking by. They've heard it, so now they're curious. So the door is a little bit more open. But can we? Sh can you share a little bit more about maybe the the aliveness or like the freshness of that plant and how that also transfers the energy of that plant or the plants that you grow? The importance of making sure that you know where it comes from. The source is so important, and you guys have it literally at your farm, which is so so profound for the medicinal benefits to even be expedited or more exponential. Exactly. Like, I think, uh, like you said, you know, that, that energy, the positive energy, I think that's a key, uh, key thing for, you know, what we do in fact. And for that, what we do, you know, uh, uh, on purpose is we invite, you know, our friends or community to welcome, you know, in our garden uh, at various places we have, either it's in our, you know, back, you know, this farm we have, or we have a couple of other places. We we invite them to come here, feel them, touch them. And in fact, if they want to taste these herbs, they can actually cut them and eat it raw. So we do all that stuff, you know, on purpose, again, you know, to, to, to let them people actually have the first kind of uh, first-hand uh, information, knowledge. And of course, we have all these field trips we do. And the other thing which I think we do very consciously, consciously is... Uh, we, we try to put all this in you know, a positive energies. For that, we have to read like, you know, all these plants, uh, they behave really good when they are fed, you know, a good soil, good fertilizers. But on top of that, when you actually feed them good, you know, again, this is something my personal feeling, good vibes, good music, you know, they, they become very happy. And you, you actually, you know, the people, they say you are insane, but actually you can talk to the, the plants and they feel very happy. It's like, you know, the pets you are having, you know, and then you need to communicate. And they they communicate back uh, in terms of their uh, their own kind of richness in all those minerals and all those vitamins and all those, you know, uh, good yes. things. So quick, yeah. yeah, it's so funny. I was telling somebody, you know how when your car is like starting to die or you know when you've had a moment where your car 
you're like, come on car, get up this hill. And you, you sweet talk it and you love it. And then it gets up the hill. Well, I was reading how to talk to plants that old ancient book. And it, they, it's so true. It's the plants want to perform for you. They want to, you know, be appreciated. And so if you are the steward of those plants and you are touching them, feeding them, taking care of them in the ways that you are, because you know how medicinal they are, then they respond. There's that energetic transfer, which is so lost in these massive commercial fields of, you know, just it, it's no different than a field of corn or soy or wheat than it is with herb medicine. Herbs are in the exact same boat as those types of monocropping um, plants. So it's just really beautiful that you said that. I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> Thank you so much. I think plants, you know, they, they are very sensitive and they, they feel it. You know, they uh, particularly they feel neglected. If they feel neglected, uh, they will not respond back. So whatever you feed them, they give it back to you. You you feed them positive vibes, you know, positive environment, positive all those things, and they'll they'll surely you know they'll give it back in a in a more abundant way. So that that's a that's a key thing. No, I think that's 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 he he said it all, and and you are also saying the same thing that uh, uh, you know uh, feeding you know uh, the nutrition that's one thing. But also, and I see like, you know, when he goes and give water to the plants and he's just very attached to them. And then he would talk to them and then, you know, like a baby and, you know, how they respond that back. And after that, you know, I will, do, I will show you inside our, um, where we live. We have many, many plants growing inside right now, um, you know, how they are growing. So it, it's, it, yes, it, it's beautiful. You can talk to the plants. That's so good. And then Ranjana, we met through Kimber and Nourish Cafe and Market. So when we kind of shift to the farming lifestyle and you guys, this is your living and really helping, helping the consumer know how important it is to really understand the farmer connection, really understand who grows your food, who grows your medicine, who grows your herbs. How important is it to have those relationships like with a restaurant, you know, to find Nourish Cafe was so wonderful because they saw your value where I feel like so many times it's almost hard in certain cities or states to, to, you know, make sure that they know the importance of going direct to farmer, right? It's just like kind of on the back burner. They'll just buy it from Costco versus coming to somebody like you. So Maybe if you could speak a little bit about the importance of that relationship with businesses, like a B2B model of, of fi finding restaurants and finding distributors to help you also grow, how important has that been? And has that been a challenge or has Columbia been just a great center for that? Yes, uh, it's a very good question. Um, yes, so uh, this is actually, I think, being here in Colombia, it's a, you know, it's a university town. And you, so when I started with Narish Cafe, that was, um, I just made an appointment and I went to talk to the owner, uh, Kelly, and I took the samples of the fresh turmeric paste, my products there. And, um, you know, we had sample on the table that we made the mix the drinks with that with the you know with the paste we added to the water and coconut water we both had a drink and she was 
she was amazed to take the first sip and she said wow this is the fresh turmeric paste this is you know we add fresh turmeric paste one of the product we have to the coconut water and it's it's amazing taste of that so um, and i just told them that you know we are growing these herbs here and it's freshly made uh, here in colombia and uh, their response was very positive and they said we wanted to use it we are using turmeric anyway but we are getting it from other places which is not from locally sourced so we'll uh, you know we'll get it from uh, locally sourced um, and so it's the same uh, with other natural food stores here in colombia um, we showed them uh, and we give them tours too we welcome everybody to come and see our garden so that and they all whoever all the businesses who are using our products most of them have come to our place to our uh, farm where we are growing they come and see how we are growing our growing practices are and then uh, you know it's like a trust building too you know what we are serving them they are actually they can see how it's been grown so it's uh, I, working with restaurants and, and health food stores uh you know and the coffee shops uh, in colombia all those businesses it's a it's a blessing i would say it's it's a both ways you know um we are very blessed uh, to be partnered with these all these businesses here in colombia well, it's just a testament to who you all are and how you know it's just beautiful it's really beautiful because this is important and people are understanding it's important but it, it's your energy that people are picking up on as much as the product so i'm i can feel that for sure <laughs> um okay so you you do ashwagandha which is incredible could we go through maybe like high level you know you grow turmeric what is this kind of allopathic but there's a place for that i guess so here's the plant and here's some good uses for it. So turmeric, you guys use it generally speaking for X, Y, and Z. And um, Tulsi, you like to use it for X, Y, and Z. Could you go through that with me of what you're growing and kind of how we could maybe generically share some of the medicinal benefits to somebody that's brand new to this? Yes. Uh, so as we said, as Chetan said in the beginning, like we are growing four types of turmeric, right? So we have created like these products are just fresh pastes, you know, so turmeric paste, right? And uh, so turmeric is known for its anti-inflammatory properties. Everybody knows that, right? But using turmeric in a raw form, and this one paste that we have, it has a turmeric, ginger, black pepper, and lemon. It's called fresh turmeric paste. That paste, one teaspoon, we use first thing in the morning, empty stomach, cup of warm water, one teaspoon of that turmeric paste, you know, but we just drink it in the morning. So what it does, it gives you anti-inflammatory properties, which we all, you know, known for those. And then second thing is detoxification, every morning detoxification. And also it gives so much strength to the body too. So Turmeric is known for many, uh, you know, it has many, many benefits um, in our, uh, as a health benefits. And then talk about Tulsi. Another name is Holy Basil. Uh, Tulsi is just so close to our heart. It's just, you know, amazing. Um, Tulsi leaves, I remember, I'm going to share with this because Tulsi leaves, if, uh, you know, I grew up in India, if any Indian people are listening to me, they can just relate with that. 
Tulsi, holy basil, every Indian household keep this plant in the house for many reasons. Uh, because we worship Tulsi, because that's the mother nature's best gift we have gotten. Tulsi ha is, has many, uh, many uh, health benefits. Um, respiratory part, you know, cough and cold, little bit happens, make, make Tulsi tea. Every day, pluck some Tulsi leaves and eat those. It's very safe for the adults, for the, you know, for the kids, anybody can do that. So Tulsi tea, basically known for kapha, um, you know, cold and cough. That's for that. And then um, we have Moringa, which I want Cheta to talk about it. Moringa, that's his favorite plant. So yeah. Oh, it is. I love yeah. Moringa. I love okay. Moringa. So, you know, uh, I think, uh, uh, of course, you know, all plants are dear to us, but there are certain plants which I really, really, like, you know, worship, literally worship them or admire them a lot. Uh, Moringa is one of them. Uh, that's my favorite. And then uh, Brahmi is, is, I think, another favorite uh, we've been growing. So we, in fact, you know, we prepared a sheet which we give it to all the customers or not even customers, you know, whosoever, you know, wants to visit our stall, we share them. So it's written, you know, in a very bold, just one sentence, uh, or not even one sentence, like three words. Let's say turmeric. It's a pain reliever. It's a, a highly anti-inflammatory uh, arthritis. Then uh, ashwagandha is uh, uh, anxiety or stress or uh, energy that Shashwanda does. Holy basil, Tulsi, like she said, it's good for, uh, you know, cold and cough, uh, the respiration. Then we have Moringa. Moringa is a basically complete plant for any kind of energy you need. You need vitamins, you need protein, you need carbohydrates, you need lipids, you need minerals. They just take Moringa. It's a, you can survive on Moringa, you know, uh, anywhere. Brahmi is a, it's a plant for, we call it herb of grace, good for brain memories. In so fact, this, for that, yeah, this is an herb I'm not familiar with. No, you should be called Brahmi. Brahmi is Brahmi is my favorite because Brahmi is the only herb. I mean, there are so many others, but Brahmi is my favorite. The reason being from infant all the way to you know, let you know, uh, elder elderly people, everybody can take uh, uh, Brahmi without any kind of worry about hey, it's going to be toxic. It's going to be you know, if you take too much, what's going to happen? Nothing, absolutely. It's admirable. Uh, that's why it's, it's our favorite, favorite herb. Then like Shatavri, good for hormonal balance, both in female particularly, but also in men. Then we have Neem. It's a, a insecticidal, you know, it can actually kill the bacteria. That's a, so powerful. And it's the, like, yeah, it's, exactly. it's teeth for mouth, and then it's good for other plant fungus, right? So you can use it as like a, you know, a remediator, a natural anti-pesticide, anti-fungal, right? Wow, that's I, I think you said it right. You know, let's you know, I'll give you an example. You know, let's say we grow ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is prone to a little bit of you know these uh, Japanese beetles. Okay, uh, ashwagandha we have to really take it care well. And the way we do is very naturally. And we have the pictures in case you know you come here maybe spring or season, you uh, spring or summer, you'll see that we have ashwagandha growing. And on the sides we actually grow our knee in a very natural way. So that you know that's this is cool. how we do. It. <laughs> Yeah. It's and so it's in synergy. That's beautiful, and I'm definitely coming in spring and summer. Yeah, it's <laughs> and then we have giloy. Giloy is a is a plant for, of course, allergies, and then we have immunity. But this is a plant for longevity. You know, it's it's a, in fact in Sanskrit or in Ayurveda, this is called plant of immortality. So that's why we grow. Then we grow uh, uh, which curry leaves, which is you know which we call it uh, sweet neem, which is good for 
you know, making, of course, you know, all these, uh, uh, what's called uh, food, but also good for hair care. Then we have Bhingraj, uh, we call it mighty Bhingraj, uh, because uh, the way it, you know, helps our hair care, uh, nothing does it. So, you know, all these, you know, uh, we oh, actually, we, you know, we have this sheet, we give it to the, our customers, our friends, just one line of, hey, this is what it does. Well, because we, you know, it's people need that. And I am actually curious, this is a little off subject, but if you're from India, which is such a rich culture full of spices and flavors and plants, why did we not pick up on that in America? <laughs> you know, uh, no, why? That's, that's a good question. Uh, no, in fact, this is the, this is the half statement you said, why did not we pick up in America? But I think also we are not, we also lost somewhere on the, uh, you know, uh, somewhere in India also. We lost, uh, we lost two ways. One is we lost the way it should be consumed, again, going back to the basics. And we lost its importance. And we, we, we got carried away by kind of instant belief. Hey, I'm feeling pain. Hey, let me just go again. I shouldn't say that on, you know, public or media, but hey, let me take Advil or something. Hey, crocin or whatever. Hey. That's a, that's a good instant relief, but then we forgot that hey, we have turmeric sitting there, right? You know, on our shelf. Why don't we take that? Uh, that actually helps in a very natural way and much more potent than that. So we will lost both ways uh, in America and in India and everywhere. Now I think I, people they are becoming more you know uh, conscious, more uh, uh, aware of uh, hey. Uh, yeah, we're we're remembering maybe again, um, yeah, 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 going which back is to so. Which is so important because the world needs help. The world needs so much help with with these things. Do you feel, um, you know, kind of when people are coming, I feel like herbs are a gateway. You know, they, they can be such a gateway because they are tangible. You can taste them. You know, it's like when you do a workout and you're sore, you, you feel like you did something. And with herbs, I feel like that's why that maybe they're the answer to so many of our issues is because you taste them and you feel that vitality. You feel that energy transfer. Uh, do you feel as if you're, you know, the plants and you speaking to plants, people are like, using it as a stepping stone to transform their whole life because it, it's like just a, a way to get them into that awareness of self that you guys talked about about doshas right when you how do you know when your vada is off we're so disconnected so how have you seen maybe plants bring that connection back if that's a fair question no i think that's very well uh, fair question and i think uh, uh you know herbs are i think that's basically the roots you know that's why you know, help is available, but uh, it's the, that's why, you know, we, we stress on or we emphasize on the word root. We need to go back to our roots. We need to understand it well. Uh, like with the doshas, uh, it's not just the imbalance of dosha which cause a problem. First of all, what we need to do is we need to know what our dosha is. Why, why it behave uh, the way, you know, I do, you know, that, that's something we need to know. And once I know that, that's why, you know, all this, you know, like Ranjana was saying, we have this quiz or there's other you know, uh, sources available. First of all, we need to watch my prakriti or watch my nature. What's, and once I know that, then I, if, then I will realize myself, hey, am I drifting away from this? Why is it causing this issue? And that's very easy to pick up if, I, you, know, if you know that, the basics. That's why I think all these herbs or all these you know, basics, we, we need to stick, go back to our basics, go back to our roots. And the herbs are there to help us. Uh, you know, making sure that, you know, we, we live, uh, again, you know, I think uh, being, you know, from scientific background, the other day, you know, somebody was asking me, hey, 
does it mean that it will you will not get any disease i said no man that's not that's not possible i will be hurt i will get you know pain i will get but when i have these herbs sitting in a, on my shelf they will help me uh, uh, what's called relieving my pain and they will help me healing me in a quicker way in a better way and without side effects so those are the key things they say it's not a magic thing hey you're going to be hey, living forever and nothing will happen to you no things will happen to you but then it will be milder much and then will be you'll be responding to them you'll be recovering uh, as much faster rate as possible without any kind of side effect or without kind of chronic condition so that's why i think these are the helpful right uh, that's beautiful cuz i think you know these adaptogens you mentioned they they keep you adaptable right we that's health and that's not just survival but thriving is to be able to adapt to all that life is throwing at us and that's what the plants are teaching us um oh so beautiful well okay so my final question i guess is in this process for both of you what has been some of your favorite what's your favorite piece of this process is it the growing is it at the harvesting is it the sharing i know that's a big question but ranjana i'll start with you what has been the most you know fulfilling or your favorite part of being this farmer and business owner of this powerful medicine yeah uh i think the whole uh from growing to harvesting to making products and sharing with other people that's the whole journey is you know very inspiring very motivational uh but uh one thing i would like to share is when um people share how they are feeling after they are consume these products that's most fulfilling most fulfilling and that gives more motivation i mean we know that what we are putting in the product it is going to help because it is helping us it is going to help another people too but when people come back to you and they share with us that i've been taking this you know and i see those people regularly like regularly our face and it's like a from started from a customer to become like a friends you know that's that's give you more fulfillment uh of uh of this whole journey uh and i, I we feel like you know that's um that is uh you know it's just uh, it, it's a heartfelt you know fulfillment that we all feel about these products making and sharing with other people um these all these products you know i i will just go back to turmeric again um since we both grew up in india you know and um turmeric was always a part of our life it was always you know i i think the day i was born maybe my parents gave me turmeric milk or something i don't know i'm just saying that just but i think turmeric was always like you know you parents are cooking food you every every food they cook they put turmeric in it so it was very you know common thing to see every day but using turmeric that's one thing that give a color nice color to the food right uh, and good smell good spice but using turmeric in a raw form like a fresh turmeric cinnamon paste okay there what is in there there is a fresh turmeric root there is some cinnamon and there is some jaggery which is a molasses of sugar cane juice that is you put little bit of that turmeric cinnamon paste make a golden milk 
you put turmeric cinnamon paste in a coconut milk you make a nice drink you put that turmeric cinnamon paste in a plain water you make a nice you know cinnamon water so or smoothie or whatever so they are all very versatile products so as long as we use them in our daily life as a food it's a food as a medicine they are very powerful I'm so glad you said that it's the consistency it is it's it's using it it's not just having it being inspired by it and letting it sit on your counter it's integrating it I love that you said that and then Dr. Hans what's your favorite part yeah I obviously you know like Ranjana said that's our main you know we get inspired you know when people they come back to us and they say hey I got you know this hair oil or this you know pain reliever from you and I got you know so better but i think for me personally if somebody asks uh, and i have to be honest <laughs> it has to be farming and farming is is not like a traditional farming but you know i i like to have challenges like you know growing different herbs like you know, turmeric you know again you know everybody was asking hey why don't you move to florida if you want to grow turmeric mm-hmm. i said everybody is doing over there <laughs> the challenging part is grow right here in this town you know small town or you know mid town columbia, columbia yeah, yeah and then make it big <laughs> so we accept it as a challenge so i and again you know this is my this is my pravrati or you know dosha or what you know accepting challenges uh, not only you know growing different kinds of you know herbs like you know 2025 but also you know how do we you know how do we you know make them better Uh, in terms of their you know what's called their quality but also you know uh, they're not mixing them with other herbs like you know i was not only in farming but also when we start making products we do a lot of you know r and d you know hey this goes best with this one how do we come 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 up with something new so that's something i think my passion and i'll be, I'll be i love doing that that's so good and then you mentioned a quiz for the dosha will you share that with me as well absolutely. so that i i'll take it and share it with everybody absolutely we can we can share with you on email you know like you know rena was saying we get you know so many queries people they ask to either email or through social media and we do that and I'll, i'll be happy to share with you beautiful and then you you said it already about black turmeric so that's a new thing that's that you guys are really exploring well, can we finish with some of the i i don't know if i've ever actually touched it so i'm so excited to have my hands on this one day what are you most excited about with black turmeric Oh, uh, black turmeric is is really. I think it's a blessing. You know, it's it's a big blessing. You know, uh, I don't. I I think there are very limited people. In fact, in in USA, they they are growing turmeric, black turmeric, for example. And India, you know, I mean, if even if I talk to my friends, hey, do you know black turmeric? They say we never heard about it. You know, and we feel. You know, I think. i think it's a we we take it as a blessing you know god the almighty has given us some kind of you know, hey this is your responsibility or this is your duty to that and when we see black turmeric you know people they have not seen it they not heard about it but when we see you know abundant black turmeric growing in our hands we feel so proud and black turmeric is i think uh, in terms of uh, inflammation or pain i think uh, nothing comes closer to black turmeric nothing absolutely nothing and that's all, that's all science behind it and uh, yeah we are really really proud of it and that's why we are taking time to you know bring it to the market because again like you know people they have faith in us and they have that's a responsibility we have to do that when we launch this product we want to make sure that actually it does amazing uh, work which is supposed to be uh, and i think grandma is also passionate about it and she like to add to yeah it's just so amazing to see the black turmeric part uh, it's it says black turmeric but when you open it break it 
in between. So it's like a dark blue circle outside Purplish. and purplish and the light blue circle inside. That's how the black turmeric is. Oh, it's wow. beautiful. Ah. And all our, you know, uh, you can see that on our Facebook page when we harvested it, we shared with people, you know, all four types of turmeric, how they look like. Yeah, uh, I cannot wait to see pictures of this. <laughs> Yes. Uh, you know, as he said, uh, we are doing um, our, uh, we are in the R&D part right now. And we'll uh, soon we launch uh, products with black turmeric too. Um, uh, I also wanted to add here about the turmeric shots that we have created. Um, so what are the turmeric shots are basically they are the fresh juice of turmeric after harvesting the turmeric, we juice the turmeric. And in that juice, so they are, uh, they are specialty shots. So uh, some like one is just pure turmeric shot means it has just the pure turmeric. And um, another one is uh, let's say with Giloy, which he mentioned the herb uh, for the longevity. Um, that one has a turmeric juice with Giloy. Giloy, another name for Giloy herb is called Amrita because there are many different names of these herbs too. So Giloy also um, known as Amrita. And then uh, we have like a Brahmi and turmeric shot, Brahmi that he was talking about uh, for the brain health, right? And uh, then turmeric and Moringa shot, right? And then um, we have turmeric and Ashwagandha shot. So one of these shots are basically they come in a two ounce bottles. And so, like, oh, we got it here. I can oh, show good. you here. You see, they, they look like this. They're like a sealed bottles. It's so, so you perfect. Put, you know, uh -huh. it reminds me, it's like the like a pure turmeric. This one is ashwagandha. So how do we consume? Just one sip. Open the bottle. Just one sip. First thing in the morning, empty stomach. So wow. basically, yeah. this, this will last around five to six days. So like a one week supply. One sip every day, done for the day. We have a turmeric intake for the day. I love it because they look, you know, like typical prescription bottles, right? <laughs> it's just the plants are the prescription. <laughs> oh, well, thank you both so much. This has been such a pleasure. I cannot wait to come to see your farm and to see you back in Columbia, Missouri, which was a home for me for many years. And it's just beautiful to see these plants growing in that place for the community, for the people around. And I hope uh, to just spread the goodness of all you are doing because it is goodness for sure. <laughs> wow. Very much, Emily. It's an honor to share our journey uh, with you. Uh, we are very thankful to you. Uh, we are very appreciative. Uh, you having us uh, here on your oh, yeah. uh, on your platform? Yes, and I'm gonna go make an order of this Tridosha balancer because I, I think I need that. <laughs> so I will be placing an order in the next day. <laughs> Thank you for creating that. Oh, and then I wanted to um, before we leave, I'm just gonna get a little photo of us on here. So if you can squeeze in, this is the best I can do with the van. <laughs> we can we can send it to you. Perfect. Okay. Well, thank you so much. This is such a pleasure. And I look forward to meeting you in person soon. Yes. Same thank here. You. We are too. Thank Yay. you very much. Yay. Namaste. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Namaste. <laughs>